This is Brain Diet, episode number 20. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Brain Diet podcast. This episode is the culmination, the final installment of my three-episode series of my favorites. The last two episodes of the podcast, I have been sharing some of my favorite things when it comes to what I have learned as a life coach and what I have learned being coached myself over the years. I have shared certain words that have been especially impactful that when used strategically and abundantly in your mindset are so powerful. I shared some of my favorite lessons that are total game changers. And for today's final installment in the series of favorites, I wanted to share some of my favorite habits. Now, coaching is all about mindset. It is learning to think about what you think about in order to question whether what you're thinking is something that you want to keep. It's developing skills mentally to feel better emotionally. It's about seeing your mind clearly enough to clean it up and create more of a life that you want. Now, coaching, at least the way I do it, is not necessarily just telling someone what to do. It's not saying, okay, here's what you eat. Here's how you exercise. Here's how you need to behave. Like if someone comes to me and says, my husband is looking at porn, what do I do? I don't tell the person what to do. I coach the person on their mindset and how to maximize their life without having to change anyone or anything around them and how to live into the most authentic version of themselves. I coach the person on how to live and make decisions in that way that feels empowering and that feels most authentic to who they want to be. It's a really beautiful process. And having a coach to help you see your mind is infinitely more valuable than just giving someone advice and telling them what to do. There are, however, certain habits and practices that I have discovered, some through coaching and some through other means, that have been especially useful to me. And I've seen how these habits have helped enhance the mental work that I do and make it that much more powerful and effective. So today I wanted to share some of my favorite habits. Now, just like in the last two favorite episodes that I've done of my favorite things, I have no doubt that I could do this episode again, maybe even multiple times in the future. Because I'm constantly learning and discovering and trying new things and picking up some habits and ditching others because I really am on a constant journey to figure out what's amazing and to figure out how to evolve and to learn new things and figure out ways to make my life that much more awesome. So these habits today that I'll be sharing with you they aren't necessarily mind-blowing. That's kind of the beauty of it. These habits really are just little things that I do every single day that accumulate and compound to create a life that is more in line with what I want, with who I want to be, and what feels most authentic to me. 
Now I want to mention before I launch into these habits that many of them are daily things and all of them I plan and calendar so that I can actually literally with my hand check it off for the day. And one of the best things I discovered that became such a life hack for me (laughs) is I use an app called Todoist. So it's to-do list, but without an L. And most things I do are calendared down to the day and the time. Now, there are a substantial amount of things that I do every single day just so that I can click that beautiful checkbox on the Todoist app. And it makes me feel like such a boss. (laughs) Like I have it on there to pray every single day. And it's not like praying was a hard thing for me to do necessarily, but I haven't always been really consistent with it for no other reason than I just didn't have a plan for it. But now I have it on that app and I literally haven't gone a day without saying a prayer in years because it's on my calendar needing to be checked off every day. I make it happen. So though my motivation for praying is for different reasons other than the checkbox, that checkbox just gives my brain enough of a hit to motivate me to follow through when it's late and I haven't done it yet. So if you want to give your mind a break from a traditional to-do list, this app is super helpful in just laying it all out in calendared form to ensure some accountability and to give your brain a subtle little dopamine hit when you click the checkbox and you just need a little extra something to get things done in the day. So with that preface of the app, take it or leave it, I figured I would share it. Let's get into things. Let's get into these habits that I want to share with you today that are so helpful for me and I hope will be helpful for you. The first habit is to laugh out loud every single day. Now this might sound silly, but it has become such a crucial component to my day. Like having been going through a life-threatening health crisis over the last few months and really wondering what's going to happen to me and my family, it's very easy for my brain to wander into some dark areas. And I am absolutely fine with my brain wandering into those areas. I very much give my brain permission to do that. I even encourage my brain to wander into those places and explore them a little bit, but it's when my brain stays there, it stays in those dark places that it starts to cause me problems. So I have the daily cleanup habit of finding something that actually makes me laugh out loud. Like I have it as a daily task on that Todoist app. And most days I will actively seek something out that makes me laugh out loud. And many days, like I will laugh at my kids or my husband will make me laugh. And it's something that will just happen really naturally. But I have to be very aware of it and seek it out to make sure that it happens on other days. And the great thing is that with the internet and learning to find all of the funny people on Instagram, it's really a simple thing. Laughing is an incredibly strong medicine. It triggers physical and emotional changes in the body. It strengthens your immune system. It boosts your mood. It diminishes physical pain and protects you from the damages of stress. 
Laughter relaxes you. It triggers the release of endorphins. It improves the function of blood vessels and blood flow. And some studies have shown that laughter can help you live longer. And lastly, laughter creates a sense of perspective. For me, it always comes back to this thought that things might be hard, but they're a little less hard if it's possible for me to laugh. And I don't believe that humor is meant to talk you out of your problems or even make light of them. It's just meant to ease your burden emotionally and physically. Like think of how easily and often you laughed as a kid. I watch my kids and it makes me laugh to see them laughing at something so seemingly simple. But as we get older, we tend to become more serious and I just believe that's totally backwards. Like I've laughed harder as an adult than I did as a young kid, but it's because of what I've chosen to surround myself with. I get to experience a deeper joy from laughter because I'm so deliberate about it. I prioritize it and it's so important to me. Laughter seems like such a simple thing, but doing it every day compounds in benefits physically and emotionally. It's giving your brain and your body an extra advantage to be in its best state. So I highly encourage making a daily laugh a habit. And really, like what's the worst that could happen if you tried, right? The next habit, one that I believe I would absolutely not have kept up with had it not been on my calendar every single Tuesday, is to journal in some consistent form. I see this a lot on social media right now. It's a bit of a trend where people will start the day with a gratitude journal or some will just keep daily journals recording events and thoughts and some people will have bullet journals that are just kind of a mix between to-do lists and calendars and thought recording. And really whatever you feel like you want to do is completely up to you. I just found a system that worked for me. I found what worked for my life and how I do things. And for me, it was writing in my journal once a week, every Tuesday. And sometimes my entries are a list of things that I am grateful for. In fact, I include a lot of gratitude journaling in my weekly practice. Sometimes it's just an account of events in the week, and sometimes it's a total vent about something, a total thought download. Sometimes it's documenting my physical symptoms. I did that with both of my pregnancies, where every week I would document all of my physical symptoms. But it's essentially a whole mix of anything and everything. But every single Tuesday on my calendar, it is a recurring task to write in my journal. And other than a few vacations we've taken over the years, I have written every single week for four years. It started out as a New Year's resolution and because I calendared it and didn't want that box unchecked on my app, (laughs) I have kept it up. And I used to think that journaling needed to be an all or nothing thing where I either wrote in depth and something really insightful and about my thoughts and about my feelings and I had to get really, really specific and deep or I shouldn't write anything at all. (laughs) And that was what kept me stuck. So knowing 
that I would regularly write down whatever was in my brain at the time on this weekly basis, whether it was pages and pages or just a few sentences, it helped me not be so all or nothing about it. And what's great is in looking back at my journal, most things I obviously wouldn't have remembered otherwise. Now, journaling is a way of connecting with yourself. It helps you access your brain. It helps you self-reflect and it helps you be more mindful. And as a coach, that is such an important practice is creating awareness around your mind. Now, as human beings, as I mentioned earlier, we have the ability to think about what we think about. And one of the best ways to do that and to separate yourself from what you think about is to write things down, to get the words in your brain onto paper to be able to distance yourself from being too close to your own brain. Like, have you ever been all bothered by something, but the second you say it out loud, it's almost comical? <laughs> like, I think of Phyllis from The Office when she's injured her back and she is getting a massage from Dwight and she is so concerned about her husband, Bob Vance, cheating on her with his secretary. And the second she says it out loud, she starts laughing at herself. Like I did the same thing when I was pregnant where I would be so bothered by something and I'd write it down and just laugh at myself and how dramatic my brain was. And that's why it was so important for me to journal, to separate myself from my brain. And that's why I recommend it to be able to separate yourself from your brain a little bit, see it with a little bit clearer perspective. Now journaling can also put your brain into a very deliberate mental state. Gratitude journaling is powerful because it asks your brain to look for things that it's grateful for. A practice that it might not do otherwise. A practice that it might not do unless it was prompted to. Journaling is a constructive way for your brain to think. It develops your writing skills and your ability to be aware of what's actually happening. And when you are journaling, you are accessing both your left brain and your right brain. And when you are engaging both, your intuition and problem-solving ability increases dramatically. So however it is that you want it to look for you, no matter what type of journaling or how often you do it, journaling is a habit I would recommend. Figure out a system that resonates with you. And something that you know you can trust yourself to follow through with and move forward. The next habit that I have learned to love and that simplifies a lot of things for me is to eat a green salad every single day. Now, for those of you that are familiar with me and what I do as a life coach, I work with people and weight loss. I'm a weight loss coach and I help women completely simplify their lives around food and completely clean up their minds about their bodies and their weight and to completely eliminate all of the drama that comes along with weight loss. Now, when people hear that I'm a weight loss coach, they think that they will just come to me and I will tell them what to eat and how to work out. I mentioned this earlier and it's just not how I work. The truth is that what you eat and how to eat is really super easy. It's not complicated at all. It's dealing with all of that mental drama around the food and around exercising and around working out and around body image. That is the difficult part. And that's where the majority of the work needs to be done if someone is looking to lose weight. 
That being said, eating a green salad every single day is an incredibly simple habit. It doesn't require a lot of effort. It doesn't require an entire lifestyle overhaul, and it really doesn't require much planning. So this, again, just as with journaling, can be a little life hack around the all or nothing thinking when it comes to what you eat every single day. No matter what I have eaten in a day, I will always have a green salad. And sometimes it's like a massive main course of a salad, and sometimes it's small to go with the meal that I'm eating, kind of a side salad. But regardless, it happens every single day. So when I place my grocery order every single week, I order some kind of green lettuce, whether it's green leaf lettuce or romaine or spinach or chard or kale or any sort of mix of those. Right now I'm super into romaine lettuce, so that's what I've been purchasing most often over the last couple of weeks. I order an English cucumber, celery, red onion, green onion, bell pepper, and grape tomatoes. And I make a super easy homemade salad dressing in bulk. And that's what I do every single week. And I have everything that I need. Like, I don't have to think about it. I just know that I'm going to eat a salad every single day because I've placed the order for things. Everything's in my fridge. All I got to do is just dump it in a bowl and it's ready to go. Now, here's why I do this. It really is a minimal effort. I can basically do it without thinking. It's just something that I've learned to expect of myself every day. It's really simple and it still gives my body a boost. We know that vegetables contain phytochemicals, which are compounds that give uh, veggies their color. And these phytochemicals act as antioxidants and these protect the body from harmful free radicals and toxic substances that would damage our cells and can cause disease. And so veggies are one of the most powerful natural medicines that we have. And I think most of us logically know that. We know that vegetables are healthy, but a lot of times we associate eating a salad with weight loss. And my reason for eating a salad every day is very far from trying to lose weight. It really is motivated by my desire to fuel my body, to help it, to honor it, to give it every possible advantage to fight against all of the chemicals and the crap we eat and expose our bodies to through household cleaning and hygiene products and the lot. And the more I've done it, the more I've eaten a salad on a regular basis, the more I actually start to look forward to it. I do it because I want to, not because I feel like I have to or because I feel like I should. It's something that I want to do. So if you were to try to do something along these lines, what would be a minimal baseline effort that you could guarantee you'd accomplish every day? Like what would be a no-brainer for you when it comes to something to include in your daily diet? Every single day you eat what? What would it be for you? What is guaranteed? What could be easy? What is that minimum baseline? Think about that and implement it as a part of your daily habit. Now, the next habit I like to apply is Every single night, I finish the day with an empty kitchen sink. I empty the sink of all of the dishes, I put them in the dishwasher, and I wipe down my kitchen countertops. This is one of my favorite gifts to give to myself in the future. I tell myself, hey, tomorrow morning version of me 
I got you. I'm going to just tidy up things a little bit so you can have a fresh start to the morning. And I don't scrub down the whole kitchen. I don't deep clean. I just finish off every night with an empty kitchen sink and wiped down countertops. And there's really something empowering when you've had a long day and have worked really hard and can still be a total badass by loading a dishwasher. Like you just feel like you're in charge. Like you've got this. You have things together. (laughs) And it really is kind of a reflection of your relationship with yourself to be able to give yourself something that the future version of you will benefit from. Like that's some massive self-respect to do something like that. So the final habit is a small and simple one. Every night I close out all of the tabs on my laptop and my phone and any other devices that I have. I finish off the day with clean screens and it facilitates a clean slate for the following day. When I dive into my work, it helps create separation between work and tasks, and it gives your brain a break to disconnect, to clean up. So let me summarize the habits that I have listed. Number one is to laugh out loud every single day. Number two, to journal in whatever regular, consistent form resonates with you. Number three, to eat a green salad every day or to eat something on a daily basis that you know will benefit you, that you know you can follow through on. Number four, clean the kitchen sink, leave it empty, wiped down kitchen countertops for the next morning. And number five, is to close out all tabs on all devices. Now, with every single one of these habits, there is a really important component. Sometimes, with some of these habits, I don't do them. Sometimes I don't empty the kitchen sink. Sometimes I don't eat my salad. Sometimes I don't laugh. Most times, most days I do. I rarely go a day without. I would consider myself pretty accomplished in these areas because they're pretty minimum baseline for me. But sometimes, even still, I don't do them. And it's crucial when you implement habits that you refrain from any sort of self-criticism when you don't follow through with them. Any sort of self-criticism will prevent you from continuing. That all or nothing thinking will sneak in. And that self-sabotage will creep in and you won't continue pursuing these habits. So in these instances, here is how my dialogue will go with myself. I didn't eat my salad today. I have so many amazing salads in the future that I'll eat. I'll start with my next amazing one tomorrow. Or it's the morning after I didn't empty the sink. And my dialogue with myself is, I was just not up to emptying it last night. I totally see where I was coming from. I'll just tidy up today and try again this evening. Or with journaling, it's like, hey, I'm on vacation. 
It's not my time to write, but I will for sure write next week. I completely trust myself to follow through next time. Or even with laughing out loud, here's how it would go. I would say today just wasn't the day to laugh, I guess. I have that habit just for me. It's for no one else. So tomorrow I'm going to prioritize myself and my brain and really give it some TLC with something funny. And after every one of those pieces of dialogue, I end it with the phrase, moving on. Because I have an abundance of trust in myself and have so much belief in my capability, I don't waste one second thinking I didn't do it right or I should have been better. And that's how you start and keep and maintain habits. It has to do with your dialogue with yourself when you don't follow through with them. So... Those are just five simple habits that I love. And I hope that that has resonated somewhere with you in a way that is useful. And these are only five of the many, many habits that I incorporate into my life that are really easy to incorporate and create a life so much more in line with who I want to be. So consider who it is that you want to be and what habits would work for you. And if any of these sound like they would, give them a shot and just see what happens because some may work and some may not. It really is such a personal endeavor. Now, if you have questions about these habits or are interested in learning more amazing habits that are so fun to have, don't forget to schedule a free mini session with me through the link in the show notes. It's free. I can't wait to meet you. I love you. Have a great week.